Have you ever felt like you've got more in the tank and you know that there's more potential in you, especially in business? Jack came to set the standard and he ended up tripling his business within a couple of months. He has an email marketing company. Some of the tools and the tactics and the mindsets that we teach, we teach every two to three weeks in a free mindset webinar. This is an invite to you to come to that webinar. Just click the link below. It's the first link in the description and I'd love to see you guys there. Can't wait. And what I have found as a leader and someone who wants to, and someone who has influence and someone who creates in in the real world and, and has like teams and people to pay for and look after all the rest of that is that obviously it's a really important important part of it but it's it's also your ability to be able to hold that space all right guys this podcast is for you if you've ever made some money making mistakes, especially if you're a coach, doesn't matter if you're a coach or a leader, any business owner or wherever you're at, I'm going to talk about some boundaries. I'm going to talk about my own money mistakes and lessons that I've learned from money. And I'm going to hopefully give you guys some lessons and some tools that you can use to avoid this. But I do think highlighting and just understanding some of these problems and applying them to, oh, I've done that before, or I may have done this could extremely be beneficial to you, especially as someone who owns a community. I've got a couple of staff that work for me. We've done like, you know, first year of business, we did over half a million dollars in revenue, which is really cool. So, and I've done hundreds of sales calls, hundreds and hundreds of sales calls and selling. I sell all the time on Instagram, email, here, sales calls, everything, cold DMs, all the stuff, ads. We do absolutely everything. So essentially, um, because <laughs> this is the thought that came into my head was like, because we are money hungry peoples, but I felt like, you know, or money hungry, sleazy salesmen. Cause we all know people have that feeling that comes up. Sometimes you're like, Oh, Oh my goodness. I feel like a sleazy, sleazy, grimy salesman for asking and, and wanting money. When I believe if your cause and where you are at is he- heading towards your true North and what you're doing is positive and you're wanting to make a change and you're aligned with your heart and what you want to do is that you need the most amount of money that you can get in order to make that happen. And you not charging your worth and you not having the money is just dampening your dreams. So we've heard it beforehand and I'm telling you again, make as much as you can because you need it and all the people around you, whoa, drop my pen, all the people around you need it too. Crazy. So that's why I go after and chase as much money as possible because I've got a huge vision that I want to see come to fruition. I want a hundred connected, powerful leaders in every major city around the world by 2030 and have it all set up for them. So I need a lot of cash for that. So we're out here on the hunt trying to make it happen so we can actually make a ripple effect and change the world. So here's some stuff. <laughs> Is making decisions being a base, being based out of afraid of refunds. You ever get that? If you're on a sales call or you're talking to someone asking for money, oh, I hope they don't I hope they don't refund me. This is going to scare me. So I've felt that before multiple times. Uh, spending all your money on advertising or in the wrong areas. Remember at one stage we were spending $16,000 a month on ads and they were just going everywhere. And I didn't even know how much money that we were spending at the time. Like we were tracking and I was looking and calculated things and I was like, like talk to end up getting an accountant. So smart. This was at the start of my business journey. I was like, I've been spending $16,000 a month on ads and I've been doing 15 sales calls. And out of those, those 15 sales calls, like one was a good lead. <laughs> 
crazy. So been in there. So understanding that I think is really important. Being scared to ask people for money. You bet your bottom dollar that I have been so scared to ask for money. I've been scared to ask for $250. I have been scared to ask for $20,000. And I have been scared to ask for all things in between when that's come up. And that I believe is challenging your own self-worth, but we'll get into that soon. I'm just highlighting all of these bad boys here because I think they're really, they're really important. There's also one thing to notice, which is as a coach or anyone is having customers that are crushing it and so successful and follow along with everything and you feel really proud of them. And then also having customers that are unsatisfied or losing. Now there's, I'm going to get to this, a point on that, but we all have experienced that and, you know, Every time, sometimes it challenges your own integrity. Every time someone is a client that has come to you and they have lost or it's been a bit of a lose for you or you feel like you've let them down, um, usually I find that in that situation, you've, they probably weren't 100% of a good fit and they've come on to whatever you're doing, whatever service or product that you're providing. And unfortunately, it just wasn't actually a good fit for them in the first place. Um, I have found that to be really true. Spreading yourself too thin. So not being able to help everyone and, and being uh, like being really desperate not to be able to give back to everyone, having too many clients, too many things happening and, and you're spread too thin and you can't deliver the service that you really want to deliver. Have experienced that one before. And I tell you what, when you're aware of those things and you tidy up your boundaries and you, and you clean up some of the stuff, it's so much more rewarding and you actually have more success when you can give more to people. Because like it, without a blink of a doubt happens, you give your all to one or two people and you give like your highest quality and over deliver on what you promise and they recommend someone, new client or new service that you'll be providing immediately. It just happens like that. Um, some other things is spending way too long trying to get one person over the line instead of the next. So if you don't have a system or something backed up where it's like, okay, I can send a quick, like I'm just talking from my own perception. Let's say someone doesn't uh, jump onto the program, but they were close, right? We had a sales call and they're like, oh, I got a few things to toss up. What really higher increases conversion rates is creating a loom, making an email, sending them the loom to the email, sending them a text message, sending them a picture of you and a voice note to, to, as a reminder to watch that video, give them a gift of some sort, like a PDF or a video training or something. Then they go through and they watch it, follow up again. And then when they do watch it, they might come through and be like, oh yes, we'll jump on. Or you'll reschedule a call and then reschedule the next call and reschedule the next call when you're talking to them. Sometimes a conversion works really well. However, if you're spending hours and hours on there, or there's people knocking on your door somewhere like, hello, let us in please. And you're not focusing on them because you're focusing on one person. You could be missing out an opportunity. Um, I've thought I had to give refunds when I didn't. So that's so so big. Like this is really, really like sort of mind blowing of when you're talking to certain people or they uh, pulled out or something and you go, Oh no, now I have to give this person a refund when you actually didn't have to. They, it's this understanding that that's a projection that you have and the projection that they have is like, maybe they haven't shown up. Maybe they've got something busy on their life. They paid for the service. They're happy paying for the entire thing. They got what they needed and they're like, cool, we're out of here anyway. You don't have to refund me for the rest. I've, I've got my value. Really cool. Um, I've also been owed lots of money and forgotten to chase up money depending on what you're doing. So I remember that one stage of my business, I was I was posting content all the time. I was creating YouTube and videos, uh, YouTube and podcast videos every single week. I was coaching multiple people. I was creating modules inside the program and I would also host group coaching calls for them as well, writing out the worksheets, all the rest of it, messaging people, getting new leads in, doing multiple sales calls per week, going to the gym, trying to balance the social life, getting back to people and on and on 
And on top of that, all of the admin, so all of the like financial admin, you guys know how crazy that is when it's like emails, putting things into zero, reconciling things, and you're like, this time is nuts. I calculated all of it at one stage and it was like, I needed like 100 hours a week or something, like 90 to 100 hours a week to complete all my tasks. And just the thought never occurred to me to hire someone <laughs> to help with that. And I was owed a lot of money. And I remember before I hired Bo, my online business manager, and he is fantastic, by the way. The work that he has done is 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 honestly, it's insane. The the organization, the structure, the the professionalism, the relationships built with the clients and the customers is, is, is honestly insane. So having someone like that in your corner, highly recommend. Recommend more than anything else. But I really had this huge list of all these people we had to follow up and all these payments and uh, that we had to follow up. And I knew they were all there. I didn't want to look at it. I was like, like, I'm so focused on the front end and delivering and creating that this is just like draining me. And I felt guilty for not wanting to even look at the money. I'm like, do I not want money? What's wrong with me? I love, I need this money. And it wasn't until I remember like teaching him, going through everything with him. And he sent me one week. He's like, this is the list we've got to do. And I remember just being like, can you please do it? And feeling guilty for that. And then he comes back the week after a little report. And he's like, look at all, at all of what you've got to do now. And there was nothing in there, not one person to follow up. And I said, yes. And we got all of the money come back and with all the money owed, like come back in. And we were just like, oh, this is the best. However, I know what it's like when you're in that position and you're owed, you've got to chase things up. People aren't paying on time. And it's like that, they're sort of feel like you're just holding all this weight on your shoulders like please come in please come in because we all know financial stress is the biggest killer when it comes to stress in general and what I wanted to talk about and the purpose of and the purpose of mentioning all of these things and these losses and these mindset things that have happened with money is all of these lessons that we learn in order to become better and what I have found as a leader and someone who wants to and someone who has influence and someone who creates in, in the real world and, and has like teams and people to pay for and look after all the rest of that is that obviously it's a really important, important part of it, but it's, it's also your ability to be able to hold that space, be able to hold all of these money triggers coming in. Oh, afraid of refunds. Oh, afraid to ask for money. Oh, afraid of this, all these other things in terms of like actually working through and moving through your own money mindset. Like this is all money mindset, which is why it's so important. Like you see, you know, what's the difference between people that are making crazy amounts of, of money and generating wealth and generational wealth and the rest of it. And then someone who is working like a nine to five, it's, it's literally just their mindset. It's all their mindset there. Talk about the Pareto dis- uh, distribution. I think it was Jordan Peterson or someone. I know one of my close friends who uh, is a really successful entrepreneur. His name is Benji from across the Rubicon. He talks about this and he was saying, it's like, if all of the wealth was distributed equally, evenly up- among every single human in the world, all the wealth would end up straight back into the wealthy people's pockets because they know what to do with it and they know how to hold it. Now for you in your journey, if it's like new skills is understanding where self-development and leadership is so powerful and important because there's no difference between a money trigger, a relationship trigger, a trauma trigger, or something that hits you in a way where it's, it goes, oh, oh my goodness, like I, f- I feel negative emotions toward this. What's coming up with me right now? And there's no difference. They're, they're all just triggers. And if you can analyze and you have the skills of self-analysis and self-awareness, you can figure out what they are is then you can start like threading the needle to put them all together and sort of, you know, stitch all of them up, all of the, all of the money mindset holes up to clean your slate so that you can have a better money, better money mindset and create more money and wealth 
for yourself. So I hope you find that useful. So I really want to talk about this holding space thing and just understand that this is a really important technique to use and realize in a perception to have that can help you on your make money journey. So every time that there is a uh, is one of these triggers or you notice, oh, I've been owed this or I'm, I'm afraid of refunds or any for asking for money, scared to, you know, having like been being frustrated at some clients loving the work that you're doing and some clients not being too happy what you're doing is, is all just the process of duality. And what I mean by duality is this is a holding space thing is you can be making, well, for example, I ran a retreat a couple of weekends ago and I had like for my own self, I, had, I was coaching people. Some of them own million, multi-million dollar companies and one of them did. They said to me, Corey, I look at you and find that you're so successful. And I look at myself and I think I'm not successful. It was interesting at that time because I noticed a trick had come up to me that was, no, oh, I'm not successful. You own a multi-million dollar company. Why do you think like I'm successful? And that come up in the duality of it. And then I had to think about it. This person is looking at you and looking up to you for everything that you've done, everything that you've created and think you're so successful in your leadership, in your bigness, with your team, with your awareness, with you know the skills that you've got. And you've, you've got to receive this. And it was interesting because I had to hold the duality of going, whoa, I have this trigger right now. And then also now I've got to coach this guy on his thing. So I had to hold the duality and the difference of like, oh, what is, what's going on right here? But it was interesting because as soon as that trigger came up, it was like, it took me one breath (sighs) to firstly hold, hold the duality moment and hold the space and then think to myself, you know what? I am extremely successful and I am, I'm here leading this entire group of people in regards to this. Whilst at the same time, the week beforehand, we were worrying and stressing in our business if we're going to hit break even. And then we were attached to, I was attached to the scenario of the numbers for break even, even though we can move everything around and we're completely fine. And we end up smashing break even anyway. We did it in like, um, it was like a 24 hour period. It was like 10 grand came in. We were like, we smashed it, which is really cool. So being in that position where you can actually hold the space of like, wow. And I didn't know at that time that we hit break even. So I was like, wow, we didn't even hit break even this month. This person thinks I'm really successful. And now we're talking about this and then being able to in a moment, take your mind and go, actually, I'm really successful. I deserve to be successful. This is what I'm doing. Have this gratitude for yourself and then bring it back. So when you are having money triggers or when you understand, or you're feeling a little bit you know, oh, there's something coming up, afraid of a refund, or there's something as, oh, you're not worthy in here, or one of your clients or customers end up bailing out and they're you go, oh, what the hell is it? This is about me. This is, I've done something wrong here. It's to understand that it's not about you. It's about their, their other person's own projections. And what you're making about you is just the stories that you're unaware of currently. And when you get aware of those stories, you can make really good decisions. And to firstly get aware of those stories, all you have to do is just remember to hold the space. Cool. There's a trigger here. That's how you think. That's how we think. Cool. There's a trigger here. What I'm going to do about it is think about it. I'm going to keep moving forward and, and, and hold the space. And when I can dissolve that story, write down some notes or journal about it or talk to someone. I find that the, the, the best way to get over it, and, it's, and it sounds so interesting, right, is to ask for help. Like I had a story, like literally, yes, uh, it was yesterday. I was talking to one of my employees because I was literally standing there trying to think, like banging my head against the wall. I was like, oh, for some reason I can't think right now. Like what am I going to do? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call someone and I'll get them to soundboard me. They soundboard me. I figured out everything that we needed to do. I did all the work done, all the writing, all the copy. And I was like, wicked, we're going to do awesome with this. So 
When it comes to you calling someone, asking for help to dissolve some of these stories, understanding that it is space for you and your evolution to grow is when you'll actually grow. So I hope this shifted your perception. I hope you guys got some use for this. And if you did, please leave a comment below. Like, subscribe, all of those things. I would absolutely love a follow on the podcast. I hope you got something out of this. Big love, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for getting this far into the podcast. As a token of my appreciation for the loyal listeners, you can get a $50 discount of your first month inside the Set the Standard community. That'll help you double your business and reprogram your mind. We have two live group coaching calls per month, eight modules and challenges, and an exclusive network where you can meet all the men who are setting the standard in here. Please use the code PODCAST, capital P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get the first $50 off of your first month. Can't wait to see you guys in there.